You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. Hey. Hey. Oh, I was waiting for the music to start. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. There there it is. There it is. Woo. Sorry, I was late. (laughs) Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another fabulous after show for girls. We are, it's I Get Ideas, season two, episode two. Uh, My name is Kelly, and joining me today, we have... One man with us tonight that decided One man, to, he stands to, alone. <laughs> to brave all the girl talk. Yeah. I can <laughs> handle it. I, I, can dick, uh, yeah. I can dish it out. I can take it. He's tongue-tied. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tongue-tied already. This is not going to go well. This, it, it, it sets the stage for how the show is going to go right. yes. already. All right. <laughs> so tell yeah. everybody your name. Uh, I am Matt Lieberman. Hello. And of course, we have the lovely ladies across the room. And ring. making sure that Matt Lieberman uses his tongue correctly on it. Oh, <laughs> snap. Spicy Mati here <laughs> to critique. No. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Spicy Mati. And next to me is the beautiful, the amazing, the fabulous. Oh, Miriam Gonzalez. Girl, you always make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that but you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, love, love, love this episode. Yes. I think that, well, I mean, as in the tradition, I think it just continues to get better and, you know, kind of seeing more of Hannah's selfishness unfold and mm-hmm. I think it's really funny that she really truly believes that she's taking a look inside herself and really you know evolving into this person and I really don't think that it's happening yet no I, I, I know especially you know with what's going on with her and Sandy which I think their relationship was really cute I kind of liked you know I, I liked what was going on with them but she really can't take constructive criticism, like, at Not all. at all. And, and tell us, Matt, you've mentioned Sandy, the who he really is earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, say his name. Oh, uh, Donald Glover. Who, yes, also uh, known as. Yes, also known as Childish Gambino. Okay. Who's we have an to highlight incredible that. rapper. Mm-hmm. We have yes. to highlight that, because we didn't bring it up last episode, and yeah. I was like, who is this new boyfriend? And my sister, when I got home, totally checked me, because she's yeah. a girls fan mm-hmm. and a Bambino rapper. Uh, Childish fan. Gambino. Gambino. And uh, <laughs> he's also an actor on Community. Yeah. He's a comedian. <laughs> Wow. Very, very funny guy. Very talented. And a writer as well, right? Yes, Didn't he, he, he won some... an Emmy uh, for writing for 30 Rock. Yeah, I was just going to say. Oh, and wow. Super See, young. Dope. Yeah. 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 He got hired basically out of college to write for 30 Rock, and he was there for the first three seasons, I think. Wow. Yeah. See, that's great mm-hmm. exclusive girls' information for After Buzz TV. Yeah. <laughs> so exclusive. No one knows about what he did like Nobody four years ago. No. Well, I like his character on the show. I like the fact that um, there's a diversity between the two of them, and it's not the fact because it's black and white, but it's the fact that she's Democrat, or we haven't really established what her political view is. We just know that she hates that he's a Republican. I don't think that she has one. I think she's like one of those people who's just like, you know, she has like the social issues that she agrees with, and then everything else, she's not well read. She doesn't really, (laughs) she doesn't know anything. She She just knows what she doesn't like. Yeah. I don't even think she hated the fact that he was a Republican. No. I think she used that as an excuse when they started talking about her essay. Right. I don't think, because I, I feel if she really hated that fact, she wouldn't have carried on with him the way that she did. I think she just kind of used it when Elijah was upset about it because of the whole gay rights thing and, you know, all of that. But I don't think she really hated it. It's it's a complex issue. I've, I've dated a couple of Republicans and uh, it's the first one, it was definitely, it was the issue I found out, like, after we'd been dating for like two weeks and like things were going okay 
and that was just like I can't do it. Oh, that's real. Um, oh yeah, that really happened. Democrat like, Republican. Thing. No, like it legitimately. <laughs> she was like, "Is that going to be a problem for wow. you?" Wow. And I at first it, this was like over the course of a night. It was like a Christmas a Christmas party, and I said I was like, "No, it wouldn't be a problem." And then I just kept asking her questions <laughs> about it. Like so, like you re- legitimately, if two ga- if two uh, gay men wanted to get married, you'd have a problem with that. And like you you really think that everyone should have assault rifles and all this stuff? And I just couldn't let it go. And it's like by the end of the night, it was just, oh yeah, this is over. So you relate to Hannah then in that case? I, yeah. I, well, it's you like somebody. The second girl that I dated who was a Republican, like we were attracted to each other. It was kind of like an opposites attract kind of thing. And she was kind of like completely nuts, but I was totally <laughs> into it. Um, but uh, she was like, she used to be part of like the California Re- young Republicans. And she like worked on all these campaigns. Oh, she was like, hardcore. she was in mm-hmm. deep. She was legit. She was in deep. And I just ignored it. I just, I just pushed it down. Cause it's like, my parents are like super liberals. So it was just sort of like, I heard that ringing in my ears, but like, if you like somebody you just you ignore it until you can't. You know that was that wasn't the reason we broke up though. Well, yeah. she couldn't. Hannah couldn't ignore it because of the fact, and like Kelly said, yeah. she wasn't liking the critiquing of her essays. No, but we have known this from even the last season that mm-hmm. Hannah's essays are based on her life story, which <laughs> is not yet to even be. She hasn't even discovered who she is for what she's writing about and for him to be honest about it, which I really appreciated. He was mm-hmm. really He's supportive like, and direct, actually. Yeah, I would he was say. like, it's can all you, over the place. Can you guys tell me what well written means? I, I, it was well written, but it wasn't saying it didn't have anything going on. Well, I think what he meant mean? like structurally and grammatically, the grammar was and awesome. the way that she used words, and I kind of, I guess, like the way that it flowed all together. There just wasn't really a story behind it. He didn't feel. So she was grammatically correct, but yeah, and the style was she good, didn't and it have made a good story. And, and the, I think in plain English, it, like it made sense, yeah. but it just wasn't something that appealed to him. He didn't feel like there was actually a story being told. It was just kind of a lot of different random thoughts compiled into one but didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it lacks substance. Right. And and that's like her she character. Does. She yeah. lacks substance. She doesn't really have a story to tell and I think he, you know, even when, you know, she gets into a conversation with Marnie that we can get into a second but, you know, I've I appeal to all different kinds of men, a black guy, a Republican, <laughs> at, you know, and it's just, she doesn't even really understand what that means. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think that that critiquing of her essay was basically critiquing her life which is what she couldn't stand. She couldn't handle it. It was too close to home. Mm-hmm. The ironic part of it all is this is exactly the kind of thing she needs for her essays. Right. Yes. These kind of interactions, these kinds of stories where, you know, if she were to write, okay, let me write an essay about my experience with Sandy. You know, I didn't agree with his politics. He was great in bed. I initially didn't want to have a relationship with him. He was simply a booty call, but then I changed the game on that one. Mm-hmm. And now he's critiquing my work. I don't like how that feels. So now I'm going to critique him and bam, we break up. That's a story with substance. Right. She doesn't have that in anything else. And if she's had any stories written about Adam, there is no substance there either. Adam. (laughs) But there's there's so much that like an essay about, you know, what happened at the end of the episode, you know, with the cops getting caught. Like that's that's a great a real Mm -hmm. situation. You know, like if that really happened to you, you're going to feel a lot of things. It's going to be and there's going to be consequences. That was wrong. Yeah. But I think there's been a lot of things that have happened to her, but she doesn't, she's not grasping it, especially with her situation with Adam. I think that chasing after him, saying that she wanted to be his girlfriend, finally having that happen and changing her mind, like that's a story. Why did she decide after all of that work that she put into it that she didn't want to be with him anymore? Like that's a story she can tell. But I don't think she knows. I don't think that she's fully kind of understands that situation herself and that's why that's not good material. So she writes this BS essay full of, you know, because she says it's like a girl dealing with her sexuality and changing it and that's not a story And that's not, but that's not like who she is. Right. Like her sexuality isn't necessarily what's changing, you know. I think it's kind of, it's one of those situations uh, like it's like that phrase, you can't see the forest but for the trees. Like there's all this stuff going on in her life, but she's she's not talking about that. She's talking about you know the big ideas that she thinks she's supposed to be talking about. I think she sees herself as this you know as this kind of like tragic voice. Whereas like I think a lot of things that go on in her life would fit in with the kind of work she wants to have. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't think that she's actually writing about her life. I think she's no. writing about. 
this life she thinks she's supposed to have and the way mm-hmm. she's the way a writer's supposed to write, quote unquote. I think that's what she's doing. She's not really putting any real emotion, any real life things into it. I, I just don't think she's there yet. I think she's still in this fantasy world about I'm a writer. This is what I'm supposed to be. I'm the voice of my generation. Everybody loves it but you. But, you know, and I, like she threw that in there. I'm glad you don't like it because if you would have just loved it like everybody else does. <laughs> and it I mean, was everybody else has read it because your know. parents don't like your work. Who else is everybody else? Yeah. Who else has read it that would genuinely give her a good critique? You know, but that's, again, somebody that can't handle constructive criticism. Yeah. She can't handle anybody telling her that what she's doing is not 100% fabulous. And I thought that Sandy was incredibly mature in that scene. Like, that's like one of the craziest things is like, compared to everyone else in that group, mm-hmm. you know, our, our four our four leads, he was like really grounded and just kind of like, you know, that doesn't make sense. That was a Missy Elliott lyric. Um, <laughs> and she says, like, I don't know who that is. And he's like, Bull- yeah, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. She knows who Missy Elliott exactly. is. Like, he, he called her on her stuff, on her stuff and he was like just very very real with her which is like co- actually kind of rare for a character on and girls. then he told her he's like just get out just, just leave get out. yeah at that point she was sounding crazy at one point yeah. i mean i like how she was being considerate well do you at least want to have sex and he's like uh no <laughs> well i didn't want to leave you with blue balls it's the polite thing to do <laughs> she's yeah. like i don't believe in those either and he's like you're so sweet you're so sweet like just just, just, just get out. out but i think he was right when he called her and when he called her out and said okay this is about your me not liking your essay this isn't about my politics. Right. This isn't about anything else. Now you're just making stuff up basically yeah. to fight with me about because you don't like that I didn't like your your writing. And it's not that I didn't it's not that he didn't like her writing. Her yeah. structural writing was really well. He didn't like the story she was pretending to tell. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that she couldn't take. Yeah. And I feel like this is going to happen to Hannah a lot. You know, she's going to meet guys who get a little bit too close to the things she doesn't want to deal with in her life, you know, like the direction that it's taking and all of the the sides of herself that she doesn't want to face, and Mm -hmm. she's going to run. I mean, a good example of that was when, you know, she's sitting in the bedroom, first of all, learning how to cut your hair online. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Because when you're going through a breakup, you cut your hair. That's like a well-known fact. And Hannah thinks, well, I'm going through a breakup. I should cut my hair. Yeah. That's, it's exactly but what she's, it is. But again, it's not even following directions. In the video, it says you need to cut downward. And when she's about to cut, she's cutting up. Like, she doesn't, it's a simple thing. Like, she's not even following those directions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her and online stuff is just... <laughs> is a no-go. Like, and her, her exercising in the beginning of this Oh, yeah. Episode. Those hilarious yeah. pants. On as yeah. the instructor. Uh, just about she did. Yeah, yeah, the same pants. I will I will applaud or commend her because when you experience a form of rejection like that, like she did with her boyfriend, current boyfriend, um, Adam came over and she did not get weak. She was not like, oh, comfort me, rub on my back because I know that you're vulnerable to me right now and I want to take advantage and make myself feel better about myself. She still stuck to her guns and I'm very proud about that because I would have probably let the ex probably hit it or something to build my self-esteem. Is it just me? (laughs) I'm confused to what it is that happened between season one and season two with her and Adam. We saw him getting hit by the car. She's like freaking out, screaming, all whatever. And then we go into season two, and now she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. She all hates but him. all but to, she takes care of him, but she like you know today tonight avoids him. Like what happened? Where was the disconnect? I mean, we get that she. Like, what did he do to her? Yeah, he like, told her that he loved her. That's yeah. that's what happened. He told her that he loved her, and she just instead of it being the thing that she most wanted to hear which I think at one point she thought it was it was the last thing on earth she wants to deal with and I think that's where that sense of disgust comes from like she doesn't want to deal with it because it makes her responsible and an adult you yeah. have to deal with love, right? And it ruins accountability. Story. It ruins her story, yeah. I think, more so than anything, because then all of a sudden she she can be loved and she is lovable and all of this, and she doesn't want to deal with that right now. And it's like you're, you're ruining my set path because you know she has yeah. this list, she has this way of going. I've got to do this, this, and this in order to be the successful writer that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And he just threw a jackknife in that. Well, I think it's also you know she doesn't love herself. She doesn't love herself, so anyone who loves her, she kind of pities a bit. Like, oh, uh, oh, buddy, you really don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, you sad little man. You're in love with me? Oh, boy. Oh. Me who draws all over myself. Yeah. Storybook pictures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of definite self-esteem issues and all of that that goes into it. And it, it's just, it's interesting that they really haven't gotten into it yet, that we really haven't had 
her when she talks about it give the reason of why she's so like disgusted with his presence like I couldn't believe that you know here he is he texts her and she you know I'm downstairs and she turns off the lights mm-hmm. yeah this like, was somebody who she was just with and just in love with like that's cruel well, it is cruel. I mean, yeah. when she stood in the room last season watching him kind of pleasure himself and didn't leave and stood there for 20... I mean, you know what I mean? There's a sense of she was that stalkerish about him. <laughs> that there all the time, you know? Always yeah. needed this kind of reassurance from him, this acceptance from him, and then she gets it and now she wants nothing to do with As it. What, right. it, what was the quote where he said, you've been chasing me like I'm one of the Beatles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably really confused. He's like, I'm giving you what you want and you don't want it anymore. That's yeah. devastating. Because they had a really cute little honeymoon period for a second they did. where they yes. were getting along really well and he was hanging out Except with her all the time. Except for when he peed on her. <laughs> right. That might have been the start of the demise of the relationship. Right. You love me, but you pee on me? I don't what get that either. What is wrong with a little I urine? mean, some people, <laughs> some people like it. Am I wrong? <laughs> some people like that kind of stuff, but I, I don't know. Good to know, Marty. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. You may be right. You may be crazy. What song is that? Is it Billy Joel? Right. It's Daryl, guys. Come on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, you know, the, it, you know, when in the beginning of the show, too, we see these videos that he's making and that he's put online these heartbreaking and you know honestly I thought it was really sad to watch but you have to remember from last season too he's a very emotional deeper person when we we saw about that play he was gonna do remember that like he is a very deep and emotional person and he let his wall down and let her kind of come into his world because remember we found out he you know he was an AA and all these different things and so when he I mean, he has a little bit of an addictive personality, I think. So when he loves, Ooh, oh. he, like, loves, and it's hard for him to let it go. And I addictive. think that's what he's having. Because I'm wondering, because at this point now, she's being a just complete asshole to him. She's being mm-hmm. a jerk. She's being a douchebag like he was to her in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now the roles have reversed. But at some point, you have to say, gosh, this person's being mean and awful to me. I have to have some self-respect for myself. And he doesn't do that. He's not doing that. He's not having that aha moment with her. Mm-hmm. And so, but I don't think, she never had it with him either. That's what I was going to say, <laughs> too. She didn't have it with him either. And I think that that's another... He, this made to him just be this is our thing this is what we do I did right. it to you you're doing it back to me well but it's like what end, he we'll said okay. in, in a, was it the last episode where it was like you know like when you love each other you don't always have to be nice to each other right mm-hmm. you know this is all just part of it he's not giving up yet Right, and he says as much. I mean, when he shows up at the house and, you know, and the thing that I thought was interesting, she gave him a key last mm-hmm. season for mm-hmm. uh, for emergencies. He comes in, they have this weird kind of altercation where she ends up actually dialing 911, you know, and and wrong. hanging up. But she never asked for the key Well, she thought that it didn't, that it did, right. it didn't just ring. just give me the key. But yeah. she never oh, asked no. for the key back. Oh, yeah, that's She true. sat and, and watched it. And then decided to hang up. And then mm-hmm. was like, okay, now I'll hang up. Yes, that's exactly the thing. And it's like, she's very aware of what she was doing. I don't think she's aware of the consequences that come attached to her actions. No, it's just like, you know, anybody that's young and, you know, I'm going to call the cops because I'm mad at you. And well, they don't really understand that. Earlier she said, earlier on the episode, mm-hmm. that he could be like a, a killer, like for real, for real. Yeah. He could be mm-hmm. a real that killer. That song was creepy. Well, it was, but he's always been creepy that's nothing new and he, she says it's much too remember when I said he was murderous in a sexy way right what if you know she always knew he was a little bit off that's just the way he is but so is she yeah. she showed up at his house unannounced <laughs> in like a crazy outfit you know and all of she's done the same kind of thing they're very similar in their level of creepiness I think to so each is other. it like creepy to show up at someone's house in like a weird outfit um, just like, unannounced. <laughs> Sometimes it could be. Especially when you have a key and you can just walk right in, even though you just that broke up with her. That's scary. That's scary. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Are you saying that you wouldn't call the cops if, 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 if a guy that you just broke up with wound up inside your place and he wouldn't leave? Does he have chocolate and flowers? I wonder, no chocolate, no flowers. <laughs> I wonder what would have happened if she was doing Sandy when he walked in. Oh. oh. Then you might have I, needed then, to call I her. Think well, that but he didn't. But, but, but I mean, hold on. He didn't really just walk in. He texted her, I'm downstairs. Yeah. I saw you turn. She knew he was there. She's laying in her bed. She knows he has. I don't think has, he was ever she, downstairs. Uh, but she knows he has a key, and that's why she's laying in her bed. Adam. Like, she knows he can just come in. So, I mean, it wasn't really that... If she was really that scared, she should have dialed 911 when she was sitting in her bed. They have a toxic relationship. You know, well, yeah. yeah. 
And her, her speaking of toxic relationships, her interaction with Elijah is just. I don't know, it's head-scratching sometimes, I feel. And speaking of outfits, I like that he called her a glowworm. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that kind of sweatsuit she was wearing. Yeah. So he's yeah. very sexually confused right now. Yeah. Yeah, because... Well, he's... wait, before we talk about that, though, real quick, I also want to, like, bring up when, you know, Hannah and Adam, since we already started talking about that, you know, when she's kicking him out before the cops oh. come, she's, like, physically, like, pushing him. Go yeah. away, go away, go away. Like, so violently. Did you I think you got it. Did you notice, though, um, you could hear the sirens? Mm-hmm. I think she knew because she was like, wait, and she stopped him. She stopped him with enough time for them to come inside. Well, and even when the sirens are, but you oh. see the kind of like the look on her face, she kind of like looks kind of like her eyes kind of look away. And I think she knew like they were coming for him. Then why did she ask him to come back? Well, I think that's why to hold him to there hold for the him. cops. Oh. But they have this like weird kind of moment. Oh, At first, geez. I thought maybe it was. She's nuts. It was because she felt bad, you know, for whatever was happening. Yeah. Because she, I mean, he leans over the counter. He says, I don't understand that when she's pushing him away and he's crying. Yeah. You know, he really, truly, and I and I can't tell if he's really in love with her or if that's just part of his addictive personality yeah. that he just has to be with her because he has to right. be. I think the addictive personality thing makes more sense because mm-hmm. between the two of them, I don't, I don't, she doesn't know what love is, that's right. for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only thing he knows is the love of his addictions. And whether that's being complex or just being strange, weird, or being an alcoholic or whatever he's into, whether it be Hannah or whatever, mm-hmm. they both, I don't think they, neither one of them gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know last week I said that he of all probably gets it more than the rest of them, but still doesn't get it. But here's the thing. There's there's an appeal, you know, to dating somebody that you can say anything to. Like, I, I, I imagine that Adam's the kind of person who says what he thinks the majority of the time, but we've really only seen him with Hannah. So if this is like, you know, he's flipped this switch, he's with a girl who he was finally really, really vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows about the she knows about the addictions, you know, he's see, she's seen him in his most vulnerable states, you know, he like you know, when he was pleasuring himself last season, you know, or, you know, when he had his leg broken and he was, he was, he had to pee into a pot that she had to bring him. He was helpless. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something that you don't, you can't find. It's like, it's, that's what, you know, that's intimacy. And yeah. it could very well be that he's never had that before. So I, mm. it's going to be hard to shake. No matter who the person is, even if they're impossible like Hannah, the fact that she's someone that he can really be himself around is too precious to lose. He's gonna he's gonna fight for it. I mean, he's older than her. He's Thank probably you like for the male opinion. Well, yeah, <laughs> and he that also he also says as much. He's like, my pursuit of you, like I can't. That just is gonna be a hit to my manhood and me being a man. Like I'm not gonna let this go that easy. You can't. And I wonder now with you know with his you know since the cops he has two outstanding parking tickets uh, and mm-hmm. all that. So now he's actually going to jail. I wonder if that's gonna change his view on it or if it's just gonna make his. You know, make him step it up as far well, as really the hounding roles her. Roles were reversed, though. Maybe now, she, like he's going to be off of her, and she's going to be on him again. Possibly, I mean, it could be because that's like the ultimate betrayal when you get the law involved in mm-hmm. your domestic mm-hmm. arguments. That's not a good that's, thing. Yeah, that's, that's just never a good that's place really to go. really bad. Well, and I think she's so super selfish. Like she did that to him, and she's like, I might go over there later. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just terrible. There's so many things about that kind of personality. She doesn't see it as real. She doesn't see it as real. She just sent him to jail. You yeah. know, like he's he's gonna be at least there overnight. Like who knows how how long for like the the summons and the and the parking tickets. You know, a couple of days maybe. But can we talk about Hannah and Jessa's relationship and how Jessa was giving her kind of I think crazy advice as well? Yeah, yeah. I feel, well, I, I feel well, like Jessa wasn't acting like her normal sane self. She was covering up something. You consider <laughs> Jessa to be sane? Well, I mean, in the sense of she's not really as happy as she's trying to portray. Right. She's that in she denial. Is. She's not happy. Yeah. And and her telling uh, Hannah that she needs to confront her boyfriend because he hasn't read any of her stuff. I know we already discussed him having not read her stuff, but I think that was some bad friend advice. I don't see. I disagree there, though, because if you're in a relationship with someone and they're showing you something, why does it take days to, I to look at it? I think that you know, in any kind of a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or anything, when somebody's sharing something with you. 
why not look at it right away? Yeah. I think it, I think that made sense. Like she said, when you know I do a piece of artwork and I show it to Thomas John, he looks at it right away. He critiques it right. He, he sets aside that time because you're supposed to be worth it. This is somebody that you're supposed to be in a I relationship that, that you care about. Well, some people are just inconsiderate, so, and maybe he really was just busy. But, but why would find you? Out he really did read it. Right. He didn't want to. He was discuss just protecting it. her feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like she wasn't happy with her own relationship, so she found a flaw in Hannah's. I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't see it that way. I really didn't see that there was a big. Uh, I think. I, don't know. You think I think that with. Um, first of all, and you're right. Jessa gave some some of the advice. Not so great. I'm yes. like, really, honey? Yeah. No, 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 no. You no. think too much. But that was definitely a good piece of advice. But the one thing that I think Jessa didn't realize when giving this piece of advice to Hannah is when you're dating someone, it's like saying, "Oh, honey, do I look good in this outfit?" If he says no, it's on. Right. Honey, do you like my painting? Baby, it's the best thing you've ever done. I love mm-hmm. it. Why? Because you did it. So I think if she would have said that to her or explained that to her, but she doesn't know any better to do that, right? it would have been understandable. But it, I think because of her relationship with Sandy that it wasn't really a relationship. It was a mm-hmm. booty call kind of thing. Yeah. He didn't have to be sweet about it. He could have been like, you know what, baby? I love your work. But it's not for me. It's not my style. And left it at that. But the fact that he was he didn't care about her enough to kind of BS it. That's what I thought. I think, well, I don't think he was the type of person to be Yeah, I like think he's it, genuine. He, I think that hide, like pretending not to have not to have read it, was his version of BSing. She called him on okay. it, so he was going to be direct and like, you know, I, it, it's towing a line. And and you guys tell me what you think about it necessarily being supportive. Like when when you support somebody, you actually believe in their ability. I think you know you you highlight the best qualities, but you tell them the truth. Right. He yeah. he liked he likes her writing. He thinks she's a good writer. He didn't connect with the essay, you know. And he was very he, he was he, he was upfront about that. He should have you know said it right away. But he knew this fight was coming. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think he did believe in her ability, and yeah. I think just because he was honest about not liking it doesn't mean she's bad at what she does. No. It's just this was not just this was just not one of her best stories, which is you know like we said before that's what she needs, and you know yeah Jessa didn't el- elaborate on that sort of thing, but she's also you know a fly by the seat of her pants person, so she's learning as she's going, and she's somebody that doesn't think things through a lot, yeah. and you know and Hannah does overthink things. And I think she overthinks it in a negative way for herself because she thinks about how it's supposed to look in the certain world she thinks she lives in. Mm. She doesn't overthink it in a sense for herself. Yeah. She, You know what I mean? Like, she's still trying to figure that out. So I kind of agreed with Jessa in that sense about her overthinking things and thinking, okay, well, mm-hmm. if I do this, then what is this, this, and this, this, this going to be? Instead of going with it and kind of seeing what happens. Giving it a chance because you're not going to live unless you take chances, and you you're not going to have anything to write about unless you experience life. And if you sit there and think about, you take all your time thinking about it, and you're not doing anything, you're not living. Right, but it's also you know? it's also indicative of who Jessa is, where she just she doesn't think at all. I right, think that thinking thinking about her life and probably how she grew up is painful for her and she's just she's running from a lot of things I think that's why she got married she's running from the fact that you know her life is might be difficult and Mm. this is you know a rich guy who loves her and wants to take care of her and wants to buy her puppies as a surprise <laughs> gift. Yeah, which is so I cute. thought that was yeah. sweet. It yeah. was, but it's also kind of like completely irresponsible. Like yeah. in a way, it, it showed more than anything why Jessa and Thomas John work well together because they're both kind of like big kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in love. He's just going to buy puppies. Like, like screw the ramifications. <laughs> you know, who's going to take care of these dogs? Who's going to take care of, well, it was a uh, uh, pucker. Garbage and Hanukkah. It was which, not pucker with a P. It was pucker. It was pucker with an F. Uh, <laughs> I heard We pucker. replayed it. Was it pucker with an I, F? I still, her accent, I, I couldn't tell. But it, I, I mean, still it makes it sense pucker. for it to way, be it was pucker with a yeah. yeah. It was yeah. pucker. It was pucker. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Yeah. Well, and we find out too, she hates her mother. So that's a whole issue that she has when mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's sitting there painting this portrait of, of Thomas John and she says that she's having a hard time with it because she's painting something that she, re- somebody that she really loves oh. and she's used to painting things that she hates, like her mother and the scenery. Yeah. So she just really, you know, the, I think that shows a lot about her character before on how she just didn't like life at all. She didn't like anything around her. She hated the scenery. Why was he in such a rush to get out of there? Was 
Was it because of Hannah? No, it's because he didn't check the time. He didn't check the time. It was he was probably like was that an the hour truth? late. Well, I he think said he had was. a meeting. I mean, he said he had been missing meetings. He hadn't really been working. He's got to go make this money. It's two yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. He's got to go. Somewhere. He's like struck oh, with dumb, dumb love. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think he's smart enough. I thought maybe he was irritated with Hannah that she was coming and he was trying to get out of there or just tired of modeling the entire time. He definitely seemed uncomfortable when he was modeling. He's like, do I have to stay in this position? And uh-huh. I think when Hannah, as he called Dana, shows yeah. up, <laughs> was his saving grace to escape the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, and maybe, too, to give them some time to hang out, you know, and he needed a break. You know, which I don't, but I mean, I didn't really see anything bad. I mean, but who knows? One of the most interesting things I think on the show is the dynamic between you know our young cast who are in their twenties and anyone who's older, anyone anyone over the age of thirty, really. You know, we've got Thomas John, we've got Ray, we've got George. Mm -hmm. You know, who see the world in a very different way. They were brought up in a world that was very different. They communicated differently. They had different priorities. You mm-hmm. know, it was so telling when Elijah was like, you know, George won't talk to me. He won't respond to any of my texts or my <laughs> Facebook messages. There's nothing I can do. That, Call right, him. That was funny. Yeah. Call the man. Go well, to his place. he says old people have their own set of rules. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, and I thought it was interesting when they were having that interaction because she was like, well, what did, what did you do? And then she changes the subject and, and well, he changes the subject mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, no, I, and he goes back to yeah, Adam. He doesn't, mm-hmm. yeah. he doesn't want to admit to the fact that. And I love how he was um, BSing with George about who it was, but then slipped to who really was that he slept with. Did you notice that? He's like, well, no, I thought he always I thought knew. he had already told I thought he'd already told him. He said he, was with, he slept with a woman, and her name is Charlotte. No, he said his mom's name was Charlotte. Oh, I thought he said he slept no. with Charlotte. No, he's talking about his mom. Yeah. Because he said, because when he and George were having that fight, George said, you know, I don't have time. Yeah, I heard you when you said you might be by, but I think it's something like little boys say when their mother is from, you know, wherever she's right. from. What's her name? Yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte. I think that was his mother's name. Yeah, oh. that's what he was going I thought back he was, to. I thought he was changing names. I'm like, ooh, you just got busted in a No, because no, he was like, you know, F you, Charlotte. I've never met you, but F you, Charlotte, because right. he felt like he was making him feel like he had to, like, like women um. and couldn't be open and, and be himself and that's why he was conflicted. Yeah, And then George got really pissed that uh, Elijah, he was like, you know, what's Hannah going to think about this? He's like, oh, I'm not going to tell Hannah. He's like, oh, He's like young people, like like in my in my in my mind, it was just sort of like you know when you're an adult, you fess up to what you do, you deal Take with the consequences, and you move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this is exactly why I shouldn't be dating a 25 year old. <laughs> right, and I don't even necessarily. He's a gay think, baby. He's a gay baby. Well, he's, I don't even think gay-by. that he wants to be. I don't think that he really wants to be with George. I think he likes George paying for his rent, paying for everything, and he's about to lose that. And I think that's what he was more worried about than his actual relationship with George. I think. Yeah, it's it's. So his- Financial security. Does he like Marnie? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he likes Marnie. I think he was kind of looking for a way out with, with George because ah. of what had happened when he got drunk the night before. I don't think that that's... I think he's kind of, in a sense, too, young and selfish. And he didn't even want to deal with George at the party. He made Hannah do it. So he's not really dealing with anything either. And you know, in a sense, when you're in a relationship you really don't want to be in, you kind of do things on purpose to kind of get mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. Because why would he have fessed up to it? You sabotage it. You, you know, I think he sabotaged that oh, for that's sure. That's true. Why did you fess up to it? Yeah. He would have never known. If you really wanted to be with him, you could have kept it a secret. Exactly. Yeah. That's and true. I don't, know. I don't know. But definitely, I want to remind everybody to please go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. It's free. Tell your friends, rate and comment, and let us know what you think about these crazy relationships. And I mean, do you would you have called the cops on poor Adam? Do you think he's murdery? <laughs> Scary murdery? He's definitely wackadoodle, <laughs> that's for sure. Or yes. how do you know? I want to know how everybody feels about the secret of Marnie and Elijah. This is like the second time they've hooked up and they're keeping it a secret from Hannah. And I just I, I want to know kind of how that's gonna play out. I mean I don't think that Hannah's going to care as much as we think that she is. I, I think it's going to be you really think so? <laughs> cataclysmic. Yes. But he's gay. It doesn't matter. It's that crazy sense of rejection because Marnie and Hannah have a weird competition with each other, which when they have their conversation about Marnie's new job, because, you know, we find out she doesn't have a job anymore. She's looking for a job in the art world and basically gets told that she doesn't belong there. By Lori Simmons, Lena Dunham's mom. <laughs> yes. yes. Which I think was great. But, you know, she 
kind of got an ego strip too because they're telling her, I don't even see you in the art world, fig-, you know, so now she's uh, got to figure something else oh, out. Oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah. yeah. So now she's a hostess at a club and Hannah, of all people, is basically telling her that it's dirty money. Yeah. I like how Elijah says, you look like a dirty Von Trapp uh, dog. <laughs> dirty, yeah, yeah dirty slutty, Von Trapp yeah, child. Yeah, slutty Von Trapp child. Right. And she really did. That's she how did. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's up with her hair? She's really going through something because she normally is like well and put together and her hair's all straight. She had like the crazy it hair. It was her work and, hair. It's yeah. all it's Okay, all fr- I don't know frust. what is a Von Trapp child. What's, oh, uh, Sound, Sound of music. music. Oh, okay. The kids from The Sound of Music. Oh, that's their right. school uniform. Okay. <laughs> Some of the people might, at home might have not have known. So I did that for them. Oh, okay. I knew Sound of Music. Yeah, every, every, everyone knows it's spicy <laughs> new. Yes. You guys are welcome at home. Yeah. Okay, so dirty Von Trapp child. Yeah. yeah, so when she's, you know, Hannah and, and uh, Marnie are having this conversation as she's eating out of a tub of Cool Whip, you know, talking about her, you know, this pretty person job, and she doesn't, you know, Marnie is kind of basically using her insi- sexuality. Yeah, and, and kind of insinuates that that's not something that Hannah could do. Like, she couldn't do that kind of job. So I think well, we kind can't. of see... Yeah. Well, no, I don't think she could either. But, but here's the thing. She didn't insinuate that she couldn't do it. She insinuated that she wouldn't do it. That that Mar because just because Marnie has a body, the fact that she's using it is is wrong. She's using her sexuality. Yeah, like she she's she's judging her, her for using it because mm-hmm. she doesn't have she doesn't you know have the looks that Marnie does, and she doesn't even have the choice of would I do that. And the fact, but that, she thinks that she does though. But I'm even surprised she? that. But that's why she said, "I'm just you know I could totally do it." That's why all these different men are interested cute? in me. She thinks that she is. She thinks she's at I that same think level. So. I don't think but so. But that's what she said. Whether she really thinks it or not, that's what she said. And that's why I'm saying there's this weird kind of unspoken. Um, uh, conflict between those two so if she did find out about Elijah and Marnie I think that's why it would be mm. such a big she would deal go ballistic. Oh, it's yeah. her only other boyfriend other than Adam yeah I think that's Adam why it would be, be worse like- if she, Adam would be far worse, oh, that would be well, yeah. catastrophic. Oh, that would be catastrophic. But yeah. it's like you know, like he's he's her ex boyfriend, roommate, new best friend. But why do you think Elijah's keeping it from her? Elijah's keeping it from her. I think that Elijah and Hannah are a lot alike, um, and you can kind of like see why they got along and why they dated. They're both very kind of like selfish and oblivious people, um, and uh, I think he knows. That his sweet situation with this apartment will be destroyed. Mm. She will be a wreck. Right. And he says, you know, then she'll go through this whole thing of, you know, why weren't you attracted to me? Why didn't you ask me? Why isn't it me? That's and then typical, it'll be a, like a whole me, me, me thing. That's a typical question, a typical situation that would actually happen. Right. If I turned someone gay and then they <laughs> went and slept with somebody after that, it's, I would be like, what the freak, you know? Yeah. And it, and the funny thing is, is when he's talking to George about it, he's like, well, I'm definitely not telling Hannah. Well, not now, mm-hmm. after George's reaction to the whole thing. I think maybe he was, he might have said something, but now because of George's negative reaction, he's like, well, I'm definitely not going to tell her now. And that's just, again, not taking responsibility for anything. They're just all so selfish. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. they're young. But, and- okay, so Marnie <laughs> usually plays the role of, like, you know, this, the headstrong woman. She was, I feel like, easily influenced by, uh, not, by Shoshana in this episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that Shoshana implanted that little inception of you're totally pretty, you should, like, not mm-hmm. model, but do something that pretty people do, like host. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised that Marnie bit onto that. Well, she's going through this big change in, in her character, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. With her breakup, she's losing her job, she lost her roommate, she's now staying with, you know, with Shoshana and all of that. It's, it's She's just going through this complete change, so it's kind of like, why not? If I, I need to make money, you know, so why not? And the way she explains herself to Hannah, I'm going to meet interesting people, I can work <laughs> on my interpersonal skills, you know, I have time for myself to, you know, so she's kind of explaining it away. But I think she's just going through this big change, and it's just like, why not? That's just another way of her justifying her doing something she's not loving. Exactly. Yes. That's yes. what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, okay, so I'm desperate. I'm living. I mean, she walks into Joshana's apartment, and there is her and Ray in bed. And Aww. they're so 
cute. Their conversation, they're both so equally weird that they get each other. Yeah. yeah. They're perfect and for each other. And we've never seen Ray like that. Like, I like I was like, he was so, he's so He looked like the little charming mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. Like, he's laying there. I mean, so cute. And then when she's giving advice to Marnie, do you, did you hear in the background where he says, you're so effing amazing? <laughs> and it's just so cute. Like, he, they really like each other. You know what I think that, what the reason behind that is, hmm. is because she initially, at the wedding, didn't want him, but then went home with him. And then at the party last week, she was mad at him and didn't want him. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so it's that playing hard to get. It's that game. It's that book. Why men love bitches. Right. (laughs) It's the cat and mouse. But she's so not. And now they're actually getting a chance to really spend some time together and know each, you know, get to know each other. And, you know, they're both, like you said, they're equally quirky and it's just super cute. I like how when she called her friend, she's like, I'm going to call my friend right now and (laughs) you're going to get this job. She's like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. She's like, hi, this is shows. I'm amazed. How are you? Yeah, she's so innocently confident. Yeah, Yeah. it's she's adorable, and that's what that's what Ray loves about her. You know, like every everything she says, there's no irony. There's no irony to any of it. She believes everything that she says. She's just really bubbly, and that's who she is. She (laughs) loves petting little potbelly pigs, (laughs) and she thinks that Ray would be very good at bathing pigs. Yeah, which like and and it shows their age difference. Like he sees it as like a transcendental experience. Like if I bathe this pig, it's going to be a life changing moment for me because I'll understand what it's like to pet a human being. <laughs> like that was like his whole thing. It was like a drug thing. It's like a guy talking about, yeah, I want to go take LSD out in a forest and I'm going to learn more about myself. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's just but a weird dynamic. They're, yeah, they're super cute. I'm and just happy she's winning. I'm yes. sorry, whenever I see a woman and they get the guy that they really want, yes, pound winning. I know. Hashtag winning. Thank you for giving <laughs> well, me that we'll little see. snippet. We'll see how long it all lasts. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, I think it's super cute right now. It is. I like it. And, you know, and I wonder how this whole thing with Marnie's going to go, you know, her her new job and if she's going to be able to, you know, kind of withstand that. Because she went to, you know, on one art interview and just one person rejected her. So now she's a hostess. Like, she's not even really pounding the pavement to go to other places. No, she's She gave trying. up so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how long that's going to last or if she's going to get back into it. I, I think part of that, her only trying one place and getting rejected shows her age and the art of living in fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you get rejected like that, you kind of almost start to second guess your place and your space. And so you're like, oh, man, what am I going to do now? And so she's she's having that moment. That's what I feel. I mean, I know I've had that moment in the past. Mm-hmm. In my 20s, when, I'm tr- when you're trying to figure it out and somebody says to you, yeah, by the way, you're not good at this. This is not your thing. Just because one person says it doesn't mean that it's true across right. the board. But you take mm-hmm. it to heart. And then you start second guessing. You're like, okay, well, I guess... You know, you know, Shoshana tells me that I'm pretty and and that I have this opportunity. I can make a ton of money and and have a, you know a great wardrobe. And until I figure it out, I'll do this for now. But not pretty enough to be a model, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a backhanded compliment. I know. Not well, no, cool. no, I wasn't talking about modeling. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not you, you're not a model. But you can do a pretty person job, like a hostess. But I love that Ray was like, I mean, I find you very attractive, but I know you, so I'm not really that attracted to you. Like, oh yeah, he's like, no, I think you're really, pre- yeah, you think you're really pretty, but I'm not personally attracted right. to you because, because I, know I, know you. I know you. <laughs> but I can appreciate, I can appreciate, and you know, yeah. understand, like That's acknowledge hilarious. that you're pretty, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not a model. Yeah, not a model, but she no. is very pretty. Very pretty, not a model. I mean, she could be like a commercial model. She could do like a Dove commercial or... <laughs> the or real. A... Oh, yeah, you, you want to do Dove, the real people from the commercials? <laughs> that's what your example that is. is oh, Maybe that's bad. She's too skinny for those. Like, I don't know. No, she's a pot belly. Like the skin, she's a pot belly? A skin yeah. to right. mid-shave commercial with the girl on the beach, a tampon commercial. I don't know. She could do any. She, she could like be more part commercial of that world. print work. Yeah. 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 Uh, no runway. No Victoria. Or secret runways. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, let's get into some news and gossip, and yes. then we can do our prediction. So the ratings were up for the season premiere um, from last. It was up forty-two percent from the from the series premiere from last year. So that's really good. I'm wondering if it's going to hold steady for this week. So I guess we'll find out. I think it will. I think, I think. it's going to go up. The Glo- mm-hmm. the Globes probably took it down a little bit. Yeah, it had one point six million viewers over three telecasts this time. So I think that's fantastic, and hopefully it'll Yay. just keep keep on going up. And uh, according to PerezHilton.com, Lena Dunham is actually engaged. What? To 
her boyfriend, the guitarist from Fun, um, Jack Antonoff. And if you remember from her Golden Globe speech, she talks about thanking her family, and she names off some people, and she even said at the end of her speech, and now Jack, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's I don't sweet. Know. That's She's, cute. You know, and she talks about being super in love, and she doesn't understand Aww. why people don't talk about it, you know, don't want to talk about their personal relationship. She's like, you know, I don't get For that. For fear if they don't work out. I know. Right. Yeah. But she says, you know, if you're in, madly in love with somebody, and great, you know, why don't you just tell everybody? And that's kind of what she's been doing. Well, I think, though, to her defense, mm-hmm. when you're in the spotlight like that, there's a lot of pressures that come attached to that. And when the breakup happens, the breakup is that much more intense mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it in many celebrity um, interactions. Right. In no, constant. but she's saying she she wants to talk about it. Like, she's not one of those people that doesn't. So she's... She's a, not she's, afraid she's of not it afraid not working out. about that. So she's yeah. just like, you know, whatever. Good for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good for her. So hopefully that'll all be good. But she did say that she is not going to get married until the, you know, the law passes that all gay people can get married to. Oh, wow. So... That apparently well, that's, that's what, what that's said. what Brad and Angelina said. That didn't hold out. I think they did get married. The kids were pressuring them, so they say or whatever. But who knows? All right, so we'll I see what know. happens after she has a couple kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens with them. I mean, I know they haven't been dating that long, but apparently they're madly in love. So. I'm thinking though. I think part of her character, part of who she is as a human being, definitely relates to her character. Mm-hmm. And a good example of that was her interview on Howard Stern, mm-hmm. where Howard apologizes for calling her was it a little fat girl? Mm-hmm. Well, he called her a little fat chick that made something happen and she like really <laughs> laughed about it on David Letterman and said you know I want that on my gravestone you know at least she was a little fat chick that made something happen and she really didn't take offense to it but then he felt bad about it and you know in his way apologized but for where it. I can relate it to her character is when she went on and she's like well I guess I'm skinny for Detroit <laughs> You know what I mean for Detroit standards, and that's kind of a back another backhanded compliment. And I th- I feel that her writing style for the girls and her I think there's some similarities because girl I would have never said that. Well, yeah. no, and now there's like a lot of backlash for that. Now people are getting upset for that. So yeah, you got to no, be careful. I, everybody's back to calling her racist. Oh yeah. gosh, you can't win for losing. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you have to be careful what you say because people are not always going to get your humor. No. So people keep are it, leave never going to get your humor. Leave it on the show. Leave it on the Just show. Just write yeah. it. <laughs> Don't be real. All right, well, let's get into some predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. So, so, what do you think, Spicy? Let's start with you. I think that um, Adam is not going to be pursuing uh, Hannah for very much longer. And Mm. someone is going to threaten their relationship, whether it be a girl and then she's going to lose her mind when see that the option of him isn't there and then she's going to realize she really does love him. Mm, okay. So I see, I see Adam still in Hannah's future. Just the roles reverse pretty soon. Okay. okay. What about you, Maria? Um, he's not going anywhere. He may come in and out of the picture, but he's not going to go anywhere. Um, who I do think might go somewhere is Elijah. I think at some point there's going to be some explosion. Mm-hmm. They're going to find out about. Elijah and Marnie. That stuff does not get kept oh, under the yeah. carpet for very mm-hmm. long, especially when it's when you're that close in the circle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's going to be, I think, an innocent slip that's just going to blow up. And I think if anyone's going anywhere, it might be Elijah. Um, when it comes to Shoshana and Ray, I see them just absolutely possibly falling in love. I see that relationship flourishing, and I see it just going to the next level, and it's going to be fun to watch that th- those two characters develop. Um, I think also with Jessa and Thomas John, Thomas John's going to get sick of her. I think that. Mm, okay. We'll see. Okay. Okay. What about you, Matt? I think that Marnie's not going to stay at this new job for very long. We saw in the scenes from next week that um, what's his name from the from the first season? Uh, uh, the artist, yeah. right? Yeah, the artist that comes right. back. Um, I, um, I mean, Yorma Tacone plays him from The Lonely Island. I think he's going to suck her back into the art world. Mm. I think that they're going to have like a weird torrid affair and it's somehow going to get her back in the art world in a better job than she had. Mm-hmm. And she's going to start r- discovering herself and that's going to be really cool for her. I, I agree with you on uh, Ray and Shoshana, but I do think that their age difference is going to become a problem. I think that like mm. at, over over time, those differences start to really wedge their way into it. And like, uh, right now he's in love with her. Everything that she says, he loves. Like when it, when it, when a man like is crazy about somebody, like 
you love everything. You just love hearing them talk. <laughs> just, just hearing yeah. them talk is the best thing ever. And she was just she was talking. She was kind of rambling about about the pig, and he he liked the pig. But <laughs> I do think that over time he's going to co- he's going to start getting agitated. Summer camp stories are not going to be that cute anymore. Yeah, she, and, and she's going to run out of summer camp stories, and eventually he's going to start getting pissed. He's I mean like he's in his early thirties, early mid thirties, so. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen. Uh, I do think that uh, Adam is going to start trying to see some other people just to throw it in Hannah's face. Okay. I, see, I see him with someone else. I, yeah. see, I see that happening. And, and of course, Hannah is going to have more romances over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessa and Thomas John, you know, we just got to we're, – we're on divorce watch, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think that hopefully for Ray and Shoshana, I'm, I'm, what I would like to see is I would like to see him kind of force her to kind of grow up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So maybe that that age difference will have a reverse effect instead of getting on her, you know, her getting on his nerves. She'll kind of want to grow up a little bit more and kind of become more of a woman versus a little girl with camp stories now that she's, you know, more sexually experienced. And maybe it'll add a different type of confidence to her where she will kind of leap into the next phase of her life maybe. And then, you know, kind of see how it goes from there. As far as Marnie goes, yeah, I don't think that job's going to last that long. I think she's going to be a little bit too prideful too after she runs into the guy, you know that artist guy again, and I think they're definitely going to have a hot affair. Oh, but yeah. I also see Charlie coming back. Like, I wonder if this new Booth change... Jonathan, that's his name. Oh, is it? Booth yeah. Jonathan. After you know this whole change in her persona and her kind of you know revisiting things, she's going to run into him, and maybe that might you know start up again. I definitely don't want to see Adam go anywhere. I don't think he is, oh, but. No. I, I definitely see the whole thing of them, of of him seeing someone else and Hannah getting mm-hmm. super jealous and then realizing she's in love and then we're going to kind of have this ping pong It's going to be that toxic tug of war. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then as far as Jessa, you know, I think she, I think Thomas John is going to get bored of her not doing anything. And, you know, we'll just kind of see how, how long that lasts. And <laughs> let's hope the puppies live. I think we're gonna, oh, my God, I yes. I think Save Hanukkah. Have. Save Hanukkah. She's going to have an affair. This is going to have an affair. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, I totally see her having an oh, affair. She's going to get bored of just being at she's home. She's going to get bored. She's going to mm-hmm. have an affair. And he's going to find out. And then she's going to be back to where she started. That's a good prediction. That's a good, That's a prediction. good prediction. Don't That's believe me. Good. Just watch. That's a good one. Well, thank you guys so, so much for hanging out. Make sure to go to Twitter and follow us at AfterBuzzTV and iTunes. Download the show, rate and comment, tell your friends. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. And where can they find you guys? Uh, You can find me at at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. And you can play with my Twitter at spicy underscore Mari. That's S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R-I. I'm still... Never fails. You can find me at Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. And uh, we'll all play together. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for hanging out. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 